Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Dear listeners, last week I introduced you to the book of Proverbs in the Word of God. I took you to the school of God to show you how you can learn wisdom there. Today I invite you to come along on another excursion in this school to show you what all can be learned there. Are you coming along again? Then just like almost every student at school will do, as do others who want to learn in the school of life, they browse through the textbook for the course. Well, browsing through the book of Proverbs, dear listeners, you'll see that it covers a lot of areas of life. Solomon wrote about trees, from the cedars of Lebanon to the hyssop plant that grows against the wall. He wrote about cattle, birds, fish, and other animals. If you would try to categorize his topics, divide them into different subjects, you would have a hard time. Still, what we can learn from this book can be summarized in one word, wisdom. And then you should realize that the Hebrew concept of wisdom is very widespread, very complex and multifaceted. It addresses matters of principle and matters that are very fundamental to a life in the Lord, like living in the fear of the Lord. It also broaches everyday issues such as the relationship between parents and children, the differences between people that are righteous or wicked, rich or poor, rulers and subjects, employers and employees, etc. It also teaches the art of living, so to speak, and helps the students learn how to conduct themselves in company, when to speak and when to keep silent, how to recognize happiness and joy, or how to understand people who are filled with sadness and depression. In short, it's God's study of life and God's wisdom of life, basic knowledge, practical wisdom, and rules for wholesome living. God's study of life, dear listeners, also takes a special approach, a wise approach, you could say. Solomon's Proverbs help you look around in life, observe, compare, and conclude what works and what does not. They help you listen, think, and understand how life works. It teaches in the form of admonitions and exhortations. Do this, don't do it that way. And by examples instills the way of God, the way of obedience, of righteousness, holiness, and redemption. That's how the Apostle Paul summarizes Christ as the wisdom of God as well, in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30. 
That's why the study of God's Word helps you develop a Christian intuition and a practical knowledge about what will be a blessing and what will be a temptation. The ways of the Spirit show in the interaction between people, in the way you use God's creation and what objectives you have in your service to God in the fear of his name. This same wisdom Moses describes when he has to choose Bezaliel and Aholiab for the work of implementing the designs of the ark and the tabernacle. The wisdom of God can be seen as well in the wise way in which the farmer carries out his work considering the kinds of soil, choosing the kinds of seeds, and following the ways of harvest and threshing. Compare Isaiah chapter 28 as well. Now, this wisdom of God, dear listener, is taught and studied in the school of God with the calling to learn wisdom. Hence, An important aspect in this book of Proverbs is the matter of discipline. At God's school, the study is not non-committal, taught in a manner of take it or leave it. God's study methods and means aren't given for your kind consideration only, to which you could respond by saying, thanks for the advice, I'll think about it. No, These proverbs are taught to train you in discipline, in obedience, and in righteousness. God's study ensures that you apply the things you learn in your everyday life. Its discipline also keeps you from missing out on the salvation in Christ, from true life now and eternally. That's why there are admonitions included, corrections, yes, even rebuke. You will hear at times a warning, not this way, but that way. The instruction is not always pleasant, pleasing to our ears, easy on our feelings, or attractive to the everyday experiences. That's only, though, to keep us in the way of life to preserve us for the way of salvation. Another characteristic of God's study is the nature of his lessons. They're not always clear immediately. In fact, many of the teachings, Solomon says, are proverbs and parables, sayings and riddles of the wise. It's not always easy or obvious right away what they mean. That's stimulating or challenging at times. That helps, though, train you in listening, thinking, developing discernment, and so giving you knowledge. They make you careful in coming to conclusions and obtaining insight. Indeed, they activate the students of the Word of God. That's why it's important that the students work together in their classes. 
That's why it's so important that the various gifts of the students have a bearing on the understanding and insight of others. Yes, dear listener, that's what makes the church such a wonderful gathering, namely of people whom the Spirit of Christ has given a variety of gifts for the purpose of ensuring that everyone understands, accepts, and walks in the way of life with the wisdom of God. So, who, dear listeners, are the students in this school of God? Well, says Solomon in his introduction, they are first of all the simple, the young. They are the people who don't have much wisdom yet, and little experience perhaps about the way of life and the truth. They're still very vulnerable and can be influenced easily. The one moment they're excited about this, and the next moment they follow that. It all depends who leads them. That's how it is quite often with young people. However, it's not just them. They're also the people who don't feel as stable and secure in their life with God. That's fine, though. Then you should seek to study at this school. Don't think that it will be too difficult for you or too advanced in the congregation of the Lord, the church. There is a place for simple Christians, too. Solomon mentions in the second place the wise. They can add to their learning, he says, and the discerning receive guidance too. They can learn lots more. In fact, when you are truly wise, you realize how little you know of the vast and deep wisdom of God and how complex this world of God really is. At the same time, in this school of God, the church, the students form a class that's one, bound together by the Spirit of God. It's a student body that attends this school of God, and in that body the students are all members of one another, sharing with each other the manifold wisdom of God. Yes, and their unifying principle is the fear of the Lord. That's the basis, a deep respect for the founder of the school, God, and a deep gratitude for the price paid by the schoolmaster, Jesus Christ. Would you not desire to join this school, this church of the Lord Jesus Christ? Everyone is invited. It's your chance of a lifetime. Thank you again for listening to the Voice of the Church.